Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's July 29th, 2022, and I am so excited about this conversation because number one, we are back with our Midlife with Mindy and Meg series today, and today is the day. You've been asking about it. We're doing it. We're going there. We are talking about sex in midlife. Hi, Mindy. Hi, Meg. How are (laughs) you? Well, I'm a little nervous. Uh, Yeah, same. Mm Mm-hmm. We do have some notes. In fact, you guys, this episode started out was going to be a two-topic or we were going to cover another topic and then talk about sex. But the more we put our notes together, the more we were like, um, yeah. so this is a whole thing. This is a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole thing about a whole thing. Yep. That's right. It is. But truly, Mindy, the thing about sex in midlife is that it we can be all over the place. It's a whole spectrum really of is. experiences and it can change like from day to day, from week to week, from month to month. Our feelings, our perceptions, our experiences with sex can change so much in this season of life, right? It's, like, it's really shocking. Just like yes. our hormones are all over the place, so yes. can our sex life be? And that's really caught me off guard. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, I, I've said this every time Mindy comes to the show for us to talk about midlife issues. We know that this series is really speaking to so many of you awesomes. There is so much, there's so many topics, there's so many experiences that we're all having collectively as we're mm-hmm. in midlife, especially as it pertains to perimenopause and menopause. And even though we're all having these experiences, there's not a lot of places we can go to have conversations about them. That's right. And Mindy have this amazing idea. If you if you're if this is your very first episode of Midlife with Mindy and Meg to listen to on Sorta Awesome, go back through the Sorta Awesome feed because we've had several conversations already, all of them packed with information and empathy and camaraderie and humor. So um Mindy, again, I'm so glad that you, for your idea and I'm so glad that you're here so we can talk about oh. this as, you know, a little bit nerve wracking, but we can do this, right? <laughs> yes, we can do it. We're both gonna encourage each other as we record so we can encourage you this is not a topic I love to talk about honestly but it's necessary and the whole series the sort of awesome platform is the best place to be doing this so yes if you are new to sort of awesome at all please go back and listen to all of sort of awesome I will (laughs) definitely encourage this series and then you've got to come join the hangout there's a lot of conversations there that are really affirming for this series too, which has really been fun. It really has been. And so obviously, it goes without saying, today we're going to be talking about sex. It can be mm-hmm. a sensitive conversation. So listen with care. We're glad that you're here. I'm Meg Teets, and this is Sorta Awesome.
Welcome back, awesomes, to the show that loves to support you in becoming smart, strong, and social. If you've been looking for amazing women to connect with and a community that will support you no matter what age or stage of life that you are in, I'm really thrilled to tell you that you've come to the right place. And if you're enjoying Sorta Awesome, please make sure you have subscribed. We never want you to miss a new episode from us. So go ahead and hit the subscribe button wherever you are listening to Sorta Awesome. And if you are loving what we're doing here on the show, pop on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you do listen to podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating and review. Truly, I know I say it all the time. I'm such a broken record with this. But people absolutely do find Sorta Awesome, find our community, learn how to become an awesome because of those ratings and reviews. So they really do help with people finding the show. And it's absolutely free for you to do that. And we would love to have your support with that. So. Mindy, 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 we have so much that we're going to talk about when it comes to sex in midlife specifically. Mm -hmm. But of course, we do want to start this show the way we always do with our awesomes of the week. If you're new to Sorta Awesome, Awesome of the Week is the moment in the show where we stop and talk about whatever it is that's making life a little more awesome right now, whether it is a book or a TV show, maybe it's a movie, a podcast, sometimes it's products, whatever's bringing a little extra sparkle, a little gold glitter to our days, and who doesn't need more gold glitter in their lives? Not not literal. You yeah, can keep the actual glitter away. That. No, <laughs> no, no. no. The metaphorical gold <laughs> glitter of our lives. Mindy, what do you have for us? this week all right well my awesome of the week is an odd one probably but that's what okay. i was making my list and i was like well what am i especially excited about this week and this is it house sitting for friends and making it into a little staycation so fun right now i know airfare is out the roof gas yes. is out the roof everything mm-hmm. is right when we are ready to all start traveling again and going yep. out and doing the things mm-hmm. the pandemic said well let me throw this at you and so absolutely it has made vacations and things maybe not doable for some of us right. or way more expensive yes well i stumbled upon this little fun thing my older kids love to house it for people and that's a way that they make some extra money while they also work and their reputation has grown has been wonderful and a friend of mine reached out and my oldest daughter chloe could not do it and i was like well wait a minute (laughs) i knew where she lived she's about 30 minutes from me in a totally different area of town in the city Uh with a beautiful view and a patio and all these things and i was like you know would it be okay if paul and i yeah she was like what Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so Yes. I have been staying there for four or five days now. And it really is just like a little mini vacation because it's a different place. It's a different atmosphere. If you go and do it for friends that you're pretty close with, they may even stock the fridge with the things you like. Oh, like yes. I showed up and she had margarita for Paul and my favorite kind of beer and chips and oh salsa. Oh my gosh, I love it. Put out some toys for Jubilee because Jubilee's staying with us too. But I just want to throw it out there. If you are looking for an awesome way to have a little staycation, but mix it up, because sometimes we want to do staycations, but we don't actually want to do it at our house. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be nice if we can semi-stay. So that's kind of what this is. Why not ask some friends, hey, are you going anywhere? Or do you need a house sitter? Or would you like to switch houses for Mm -hmm. a long weekend this, what's left of summer or early fall? Just to mix it up. And I will tell you, you maybe surprised at some friends that would be like, yes, that would 
be perfect. So yeah, it has been so fun. We've all felt like we're just on a little trip, but it's only 30 minutes from my house. So yes. it's not, you know, inconvenient and it's still in this city I'm familiar with. So I know where to go buy things. or Right. Things. And yeah. I can meet friends. Hey, you want to meet at the brewery? I'm much closer now. And they're like, yes. <laughs> Love anyway, it. It is making me super happy. And it's my awesome of the week. Staycations by a house sitting for friends. That is so clever. I love that. It's like staying in an Airbnb, but without yes. all of the rules and Amen. obviously the cost. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the trade-off is, of course, I'm taking care of their animals and all that things, mm-hmm. but I also got paid, which is hilariously awesome. I'm like, really? Sure. <laughs> yes. It's a double win. But anyway, why not check it out, Austin? See if that can check some checkboxes for you. So great. I'm so into that idea. Okay. Well, my awesome of the week this week is music. You guys know I love my music. I need to tell you about an artist specifically, but also Mindy, this artist came into my life the way almost all of my new music is finding me these days. And that is through TikTok. TikTok. Of all things, (laughs) I was unprepared for how much I was going to be able to discover new artists, especially younger artists, up and coming artists that you are really you feel like you're kind of getting in on the ground floor. I mean, of course, the major celebrities like every major recording artist has a TikTok, of course. But to me, the sheer delight of it is finding a new to you artist who is still kind of like making their name. I'm absolutely in love with that. So the artist I need to talk about this week is named Noah Kahan. I think is how you say his last name, K-A-H-N. And he has a song that has absolutely gone viral on TikTok this summer called Stick Season. So um, you and I, we are not people from the Northeast, obviously. (laughs) Uh, But I did did a little side googing on this, like, what's the deal with Stick Season? And Noah is from Vermont. And apparently they collectively call the season of like fall when all of the leaves have fallen and okay. but it's they haven't gotten their first snowfall yet that kind of marks yeah. it entering into winter they call it stick season because like the leaves are gone you know the northeast yeah. of course being famous for their beautiful fall foliage but the leaves are gone the snow isn't here yet and it's just kind of like that in between waiting time you know no in between seasons yeah. yes oh my gosh i love this so what a clever name yeah. So this song has absolutely taken off on TikTok and he just started it. He kind of like just put it out there for his followers and people loved it so much that he together with his recording label that he's with recorded a whole track of it. It's on Spotify. People are the other thing. This is the other thing that I super love about it. When a song takes off like this, then other independent singer songwriters come along and they do their own covers of it. And so they kind of put their own musical been on it. And I just, I'm such the music nerd. I am not a musician myself. I just love to listen to music. And so these other young independent artists will take a song that's really blowing up, do their own cover. I'm going to, I'm going to play a little of stick season for you guys so you can get it. It is so catchy. I like him walking around singing it oh. all the time. So this is Stick Season from Noah Kahan. It's the season of the sticks that I your mom. She forgot that I existed and it's half my fault. But I just like to play the victim. I'll drink alcohol till my friends come home for Christmas. And I'll dream each night of some virgin 
just so I'm, I, I'm into it so much. I even sent it to Kyle. He and I don't always have the same taste in music. He immediately liked it. And so for you guys, I also am going to put a link in the show notes, a couple of links to some TikToks that other artists have done covering this so that you can experience that too. I just, it's, I, I love this song specifically. I'm thankful for TikTok and all of the music it brings to my life. And it's just, you know, kind of like you're saying, like, it's just like a fresh thing. Like you're doing a fresh take on your city by staying in a different yeah. part of town. I feel like I'm getting a fresh take on music by like TikTok just bringing me all of these artists that they're like, hey, we think you might be into this. And it turns out I am. You are. You know, I feel like we <laughs> need to have a midlife episode on Meg teaching those of us who are farther along how to freaking use TikTok. How about that, Meg? <laughs> because I keep trying and keep failing. <laughs> the thing about TikTok is the more you use it, the more you play with it, the creepier it gets because it just knows you oh so well. Oh, like okay. the super specific niche TikToks that it has served me. I'm like, how TikTok? How did you know that <gasps> about okay. my my interest level? <laughs> right. That's fascinating and creepy, but also yeah. sadly yeah. very helpful. Yeah, it is. It is actually <laughs> It's creepy, but the trade-off for the helpfulness is the creepiness. So, yes. <laughs> so, again, I will put links for all of this music fun stuff in the show notes, and you guys can go check that out. Of course, you know we love to hear what is awesome in your life every week. So, come and find us in one of our social media communities, especially on Instagram at Sorta Awesome Show. We love to hear what's awesome in your life over there with our Awesome of the Week discussion. And in the Sorta Awesome Hangout group, come and find us over there on Facebook at Sorta Awesome. Well, just search Sorta Awesome Hangout. You'll find us. Exactly. You can't miss us. We got a big old community of women who are supporting each other through the ups and downs of life. Um, all of the conversations that we that we need to have some of them really fun and supportive and then some of them you know more serious like we'll, we'll come mm -hmm. alongside you and help troubleshoot some of the problems in your life we'd love to have you join us over there on facebook we've got a lot to talk about when it comes to sex and midlife we're going to get to that when we come right back Hey, awesomes. I got to tell you, one of the things that makes me feel the most like myself all comes down to the accessories I choose every day, whether it is grabbing the cute ring that I just picked up or my favorite pair of earrings. Those little touches that I add to my outfit every day really make me feel like I'm expressing who I am. And that is why I love my glasses from Pair Eyewear. So when you order your glasses from Pair Eyewear, the first thing you do is you choose your base frame. Now I went with the Wanda. It's a clear frame and you guys, every single time I wear these out in public or when I'm sitting down to record with someone, people comment on how cute they are. And that is just the base frame. And I love that their base frames start at $60. And that includes your prescription lenses. After you pick your base frame, that's when the real fun begins, because then you can decide how you're going to change up your look in a snap and show off who you are, express yourself with those magnetic top frames. There are hundreds of top frame designs to match whatever base frame you choose. They've got classic colors. They've got their seasonal prints and patterns. There's a sparkly line when you're feeling a little extra awesome. They've done collaborations with DC and Marvel Comics. They have the sports ball teams. There's Harry Potter. You know that I got a Ravenclaw top frame. I have no regrets about that. I love it so much. I'm telling you, there are so many ways your glasses can express who you are, and you can change out those top frames depending on whatever your vibe is for the day. So to get glasses as unique as you are with one pair 
you're going to get infinite style starting at just $60. When you go to pairiwear.com slash awesome for 15% off of your first purchase, that's 15% off at pairiwear.com slash awesome. Okay, Mindy. So yeah, you know what is so funny? I feel like years ago when Sort of Awesome started, I would have absolutely freaked out and been so embarrassed and blushing so hard at the idea of having a frank mm-hmm. conversation on Sort of Awesome about sex. But I've been doing this for a long time now. And I'm like, you know what? If there's anyone I want to sit down and talk about sex with, it's my friend, Mindy. <laughs> and so- the irony of that <laughs> is so fantastic because... I guarantee you right now, Meredith Monday Schwartz and Katie Cobb are completely flipping out that I am going to talk about sex in midlife yes. because that is not my jam. That is not my thing. That is yes. not my lube. All those stuff. And they are going to just die. But that is so honestly, funny. because of my friendship with them, it's honestly been the co-videos that currently Reedy did during the first couple of years of lockdown yes. and pandemic. Meredith is what I kind of call the, the sex guru. She's like amazing and very, very much strong sex life advocate. And yeah, we have talked about things off camera. Yes. That have encouraged me and challenged me and also been like, I did not know that. Oh, gosh. So here we are, Meg, talking about something that none of us mm-hmm. thought we would be doing. But you know what? Please. Sometimes life necessitates what you need to talk about. So That's right. That's exactly right. And that's why we're doing it. Truly, when, when Mindy came to me with this idea and I was like, yes, let's do it. Let's run with it. Um, she put together this really incredibly helpful list of all the topics that she could kind of think of. We've added to them. We've mixed things around. This has been on the list kind of from the beginning. And we really, we, we started this episode in one direction, but the more that we kind of filled out our notes yep, yep. <laughs> for the sex part of the the topic, we were like, okay, this needs to be its own conversation. Yeah. And so the way that we thought would work best to talk about sex in midlife, and, and you know, when we talk about midlife, I think that we kind of loosely maybe start that around mm-hmm. like 35-ish, yes. you know, yep. because yeah, that's when, that's when the sort of the the bigger midlife changes, especially physically, start to happen. Our seasons of life are beginning to shift and change by the time we're, we hit 35. But this is going all the way up. So we, Mindy and I thought, let's kind of get the hardest stuff out of the way first, so to speak. <laughs> Here we go. We'll try to not, we will try to not laugh at every single accidental. We're going to, we're going to relieve our anxiety about talking about this with middle grade humor. So midlife yes. and middle grade, they're not that far off, you know? That's right. That's right. But we thought, let's get the, the, the tough stuff out of the way, the challenges, mm-hmm. because we know that for every human being that there is, you know, that there are sexual selves, this aspect of our life, this is, it's a thing in, in most everyone's life. And we also know that when it comes to sex in midlife, that a lot of times we might feel like we're the only ones who are maybe struggling with an area or the specific struggles that we're having, the challenges we're having, we feel maybe a lot of shame around talking about it, or maybe we don't even know who to talk to, or if it is a problem, or if it's just us, like we can get so in our heads about what's going on. I thought, you know what, let's kind of start with some of the challenges first. So that's great. A great way to approach it. Because that's, that's the hardest part about this stage 
Yes. In regards to sex life is there are some challenges that are not yeah. the same as when we're younger. Yes. And because we do like to keep things awesome, we are also going to talk about some possible, you know, some solutions, some different mm-hmm. ways of viewing things, and then some of the joys of sex in midlife. But to start us out, Mindy, just let's, I know we both have some lists. Let's just yeah. kind of start the conversation. What, what comes to mind for you when you start to think about struggles with sex in midlife? Well, I think the very first thing that I think of are that medical issues for our partners and or ourselves. And it will probably surprise no one because we see it on all the commercials and we all know about the little blue pill and its existence. And the number one struggle I hear about and have some stuff in my life that we, my husband Paul and I have talked through, is erectile dysfunction, which mm-hmm. is a medical thing caused by a variety Everything that can be blood sugar, can be high blood pressure, can be anxiety. Yes. I mean, there's a lot of things that can lead to this. But then that can lead to some other struggles, right? So it's not just this struggle. It's yes. because of this struggle, a lot of other things kind of have to be faced and dealt with. Does that? Yes. Yes. That's the number one thing I think of with this struggle at midlife that Mm-hmm. Most 20 year olds aren't facing, you know? Right. Yes. I think that if you are a woman who is partnered with, with a man, that it is an absolute reality that a lot of men experience a, a sexual peak of sorts earlier. You know, mm-hmm. there's a sort of like cultural understanding that men, you know, sort of peak early. But, mm-hmm. but truly, if you just look like at hormones, medically speaking, testosterone, which is, you know, the male sex hormone drives their sex drive, um, it begins to decline after the age of 35. And since mm-hmm. we're kind of using that as our marker of midlife, right? then that's definitely going to have an impact. And then I think that you bring up a great point too. Medical issues can mean all kinds of things. It might be Mm -hmm. mental health issues and you Mm -hmm. need a specific medication which can impact libido. Again, for both men and women. Exactly. In this phase of life, many of us, as we move into midlife, are just beginning to have the resources that we need and the support that we need to get treatment for issues that maybe we have struggled with. I'm thinking specifically of mental health, but I'm sure there's plenty of others. But again, kind of that trade-off being that sometimes, especially if, you know, depending on what the treatment plan is for that, it might come with... Um, something that impacts your sex life and not in a good way. Right. And that can be discouraging. It really can. And the other medical side, even, I mean, women, the hormone changes can yes. lead to some medical things that lead to sexual um, difficulties. I yes. Mean, for women, polycystic ovary syndrome, and then the the estrogen change. Yep in our nether regions can Mm -hmm. really affect that. And those are the ones I've thought of. I'm sure you have some more to share with us. Yeah. I actually was looking on the website for the, um, let's see, I don't want to say this wrong, the National, no, not National, the North American Menopause Society, which is, um, you know, all of these uh, healthcare professionals that work in the area specifically of menopause, they have a whole list of some of the physical challenges that women specifically may experience in perimenopause and menopause. So I'm going to go through this list, Mindy, and, and I thought we could kind of unpack the physical challenges for women. We have everything from vaginal discomfort, pain in the vulva or the pelvis, incontinence, which is something we haven't talked about, but is definitely reality, yep. hot flashes, um, 
again, we've kind of talked about illness, medical problems, and medication, but also depression, mood swings. Mood swings has been a huge physical symptom of perimenopause for me, anxiety, which then can lead to sleep problems, fatigue, stress, mm-hmm. um, you know, and even going on into some more mental health things like, you know, your, your self image changes that may be happening with your partner. There's all kinds of things happening, but the, when your physical body is feeling out of alignment with sexuality, that can really, that obviously is going to have a big impact, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, just like for those of us who've had newborns and you have postpartum hormone fluctuations and you're tired and you're anxious and and that affects your sex life that is that is what we're talking about here it's very very similar when you're overtired when you're anxious when you're stressed and gosh raise your hand if you've not been stressed the last two years and i just want to come hang out at your house because <laughs> we're all dealing with it right yes from what the world has been walking through and what we've been walking mm-hmm. through together all of that can lead to high blood pressure, anxiety, which then lead to physical Mm -hmm. medical issues that will affect our sex life. Yes, absolutely. And I think that's something that we don't always feel comfortable talking about, or maybe even know what care provider that we need to see really does have to do with issues that come along with your vaginal health and, you know, all of the things that we would call the down there department, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yes. When things don't feel great down there, either outside of sex or when Mm -hmm. you are, you know, being intimate with your partner, that is a huge roadblock, obviously. Oh, gosh, yes. To the enjoyment. And I think, Mm -hmm. too, that's one of those that, you know, our bodies holistically, as we look at ourselves, if we if we are even anticipating that there's going to be a painful experience, then that's going to exactly that's going to mm-hmm. shut things down on the yes. mental and emotional side as well because we're of course your body if we're we're thinking about protecting ourselves and if we know we're having pain and discomfort um even something like dryness that yep. can make things really uncomfortable then that all of the, our other, you know, our brain kind of starts working and is like just not interested and starts putting up red flags for you. Like, I don't want to do that. Exactly. Um, and it can be, it can be embarrassing to talk about. Um, oh, yeah. Not all of us have a Mindy in our lives that we can sit <laughs> down and be like, I need to have a really, really honest conversation about sex. <laughs> yeah. And I think especially when we start talking about very specific physical yes, concerns and struggles that we're like, gosh, I don't, can I even say the word vulva? I don't, can I do mm-hmm. that? And I mm-hmm. just did. So if I did, anyone can. <laughs> that is a true story. But vulva vaginal atrophy is a real yes. thing. And it is caused by a lot of different things. One of them, and I did not know this medically. Like, I thought this was just like a fun phrase. But until Meredith, Monday Schwartz said, either use it or lose it when it comes to sexual activity. And I was like, what? Well, guess what? She's right. That is an actual thing hmm. for our vaginal area and all of it. If you stop being sexually active, mm-hmm. then atrophy occurs and it makes it even harder to get back into that game. Yeah. And the dryness and the change in our vaginal tissue. So when we're in perimenopause, or menopause, our tissue is totally different. Interesting. It is not as 
plumped, you know, it doesn't have Yeah, this, not as pliable. Yes, maybe. and so yeah. it becomes, we become very susceptible to injury, tearing, mm. and bleeding during intercourse. Yes. Well, when that starts happening, what, the natural behavior is to stop because yes. you're like, um, hello, yes. nobody wants injury, tearing, or bleeding. Like that's not something we, that's enjoyable during sex. And so then we stop and we think, well, I'll just wait a little bit. Well, no, that that's actually mm-hmm. the opposite of what we should be doing. Okay. And so if it gets to a certain point where the atrophy has gotten long term, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. then you don't bounce back, literally. So the elasticity is gone. Your believe it or not, your your vagina can become I see I just said vagina. Okay, look. I yeah, know half of you are it. rolling your eyes and like, Mindy, you're ridiculous that you're even thinking that. But the fact that I said it out loud <laughs> and I'm saying it on an international yes. podcast is kind of hilarious <laughs> for me. I know. Judge me. That's fine. No, but no. Whatever. Look, look, it's taken me 400 episodes oh to feel good about having this conversation. I am one of the moms that so... we didn't use the terms with our kids and, and we are starting to now. We've learned. But yes. Anyway, that's a whole nother episode on that stuff. But your vagina literally becomes shorter and narrower, okay. which means then lube doesn't even help. Like it can't, okay. it, you know what I mean? So there's not just, oh, well, you need to use some oils and you need to. Right. Well, no, what will happen long term if the use it or lose it thing is a physical, is actually a physical thing. And okay. so. If you're listening and you're just starting into this dryness area or mm-hmm. the feeling of tightness or whatever, get on that. Like, literally get on that. Yes. <laughs> For example, you could click to this sort of awesome sponsors. Yeah, we have two sponsors right now that are absolutely all about sexual health and wellness and mm-hmm. products to help along the way. Our Dame Products sponsor and also Foria Wellness, That's which, right. you know, we you know we're not going to have our links down there for uh-huh. them. And, and those are two great companies that are very genuinely mm-hmm. focused on bringing back that sexual wellness, that sexual satisfaction to life. Yeah. Um, they obviously have built a company around it. They're not non not for profits, you know, but yeah. they are they are genuinely there to help you kind of unlock what could be going on and, and help you find some solutions. And I I gave as a birthday present a friend of mine turned fifty, and I bought her some of the CBD oil as a there gift. There you go. Yes. She was she was so excited because she did put on there, I want things to help this area. I was like, well, all right. Yes, I mean, girl. I would have died yes. a million deaths, but I, I did it. I clicked. And now she's, she's grateful. She said, this is something I wish when we're in our late 30s, when we're in our early 40s, people mm-hmm. start talking about more because the area of our body changes, and it's not necessarily for the good. It mm-hmm. makes it a struggle. So if this is a new season for you, you're just starting into it, go get some of those oils. Go get some of the lubricant, whatever will yes. help you, because none of us want to lose it. Like, that's not the goal here. Although, Meg, that's another topic. It is We may. Yeah. Like we yeah. may just lose our sex drive. We may lose sexual activity for a while in, in, in this season. And that's something else to talk about. But yeah, yeah, I did not know that that the use it or lose it 
is medical. That is so interesting. And I do think too, in my research, I discovered, you know, sometimes I think, well, I have five kids, but I've had four C-sections. I've never Mm -hmm. given birth vaginally. So maybe some of this isn't going to affect me. But a lot of the reading that I've done is like, no, whether you've had children or not, let alone if you've had vaginal deliveries of children, Mm -hmm. that whether you've not you've ever given birth, that uh, some of these issues are they're they're sort of like across the board because of the, the overall changes that are happening happening in your system as a woman are going to impact you regardless of your birthing experiences or not having yeah, given I mean, birth. It, all of these can occur early in menopause transition or not until several years of reduced estrogen levels. So yeah. it's not predictable, except that it's not going to be predictable. We can successfully yep. predict that this will not be predictable when it will hit you. Yeah. Except that it will. And so making sure you are armed with knowledge and therefore you can go get products, you can have conversations, mm-hmm. you can start helping your body with that struggle. Yes. Be, you, we have to be proactive. And I am very, very late to the game. So I'm here to tell you, looking you know, back on that road, I didn't understand all that about our bodies and yes. about this season. And that's, again, that's why we're doing this. So you can. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of want to take that idea and say that for some of us, as we are in midlife and approaching menopause or in menopause, some of us may even still be unpacking some emotional baggage, some hangups that we have around sex for a variety of reasons. Mm -hmm. It could be cultural, it could be religious, it could be family of origin stuff. And especially as women, so much of our sexuality is so interconnected with our mental health, with our emotional health and well-being. And so, you know, like you said, Mindy, if you're discovering, oh my gosh, things are changing down there. Mm -hmm. I'm having problems that I never had before when I was younger. And you start to have like these um, conversations either in your head or even with a partner, like, I feel like I'm not a sexual being anymore, mm-hmm. or I'm not doing what I need to do as a partner. And you have like this, you know, pre-programmed idea of what a good partner does in terms of sexuality and who they are yeah. as a sexual partner. Like when we're, we may even still like, I think for some of us, maybe early in our um, in our lives as we're becoming sexually active, we think maybe that's when we're kind of sorting through our mental view of sex and sexuality. But Mindy, maybe as you're discovering, I know I am, that's still going on in midlife. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was my, no one told me. No one told me that sex in midlife could have as much baggage or more than sex as a 20-something. Like I, mm. again, I kind of bought into the lie that midlife, you figured everything out, including that. Right? And yeah. ha ha, no. No, no. No, 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 ladies. Sex in midlife brings its own baggage. And the thing that I find frustrating <laughs> that you just said, it also bring you get to bring the baggage you've had for 50 years or whatever mm-hmm. yeah. into that. So you have new baggage. It's all shiny yep. and sparkly, and you just pick it up. <laughs> and then you have your beat to hell baggage that has been with you, the same bag that you've hung on to since college. Yeah, because you got it TJ Maxx in college. Right. <laughs> You're like, no, this, this luggage is coming with me too. Well, guess how much baggage fits on a bed? A whole hell of a lot, Meg. Yes. A whole yep. hell of a lot. But guess how difficult sex is to have in a bed full of baggage. <laughs> That is the mental is, image that we need right there. Yes, yes. Because it's so accurate. Yes. 
going back to what we mentioned, so one of the biggest struggles in my sex life with my beloved, beloved partner, Paul, we've been married 28 years tomorrow, is that because of medical issues for him, it has led to some difficulty for us. For sure. And if I didn't have that pile of baggage from TJ Maxx and Target (laughs) and Dillard's, like I have a a, a wide range of quality baggage, Meg. It is. Yes. It is. High quality stuff. It's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. (laughs) If I didn't have that, then this season wouldn't be as difficult. It would still be difficult because Mm -hmm. I am dealing with a lot of emotional and spiritual Sure. Um, issues that I had been taught. Yeah. For the last, well, 50 years. I just this summer have I been like, wait, that is not healthy or, or right in yes. my spiritual walk. And I'm mm-hmm. studying with a girlfriend about women and mm-hmm. their role and different things. But I am so sad to realize that those spiritual issues and those emotional beliefs affect my my yeah. sex life with my husband and because mm-hmm. i'll just going to be honest because i'm trusting that someone else needs to hear this i am not a fan of anything other than missionary okay i'm just saying okay that. yeah okay Bring it. so That's don't great. at me again <laughs> there's a lot of reasons and i suspect some of you are in this little hellhole with me of past trauma where um, you Mm -hmm. have maybe been date raped, like I have Mm -hmm. a couple of times. You have maybe walked through some sexual addiction even with a partner in the past, Mm. and then you realize how unhealthy that was. Yeah. You came out of it. You came out of that relationship. You worked on things. And the problem is for me, Meg, is because I I have not worked on it enough, Mm -hmm. like really, like I thought if I just got away from that person in that relationship and took what I thought was a more, quote, Christian view of Mm -hmm. my Mm -hmm. sex life, that I'd be okay. And then I wasn't going to have sex anymore until I got married to try to avoid some Mm -hmm. of the pitfalls I had fallen into. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what, Meg? As soon as you start having sex again, all of the the baggage is still in the bed. I didn't clear the bed. I left all the freaking baggage there. I just... Moved it to a new bed. And I thought, yeah. well, yep. now this bed is going to be different because it's going to, I'm going to be in a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be mm-hmm. doing what, quote, my church says to do, all these things. Well, um, that's not how it works. And yeah. I know that there are those of you out here who are finding yourself in midlife with this baggage that we laugh about, but is really painful. It's really emotionally yes. painful. And navigating it and trying to take, to unpack it. Unpack those suitcases and get them off your bed is no easy task. Right. Thankfully, I have a partner who is freaking wonderful. He loves me so much and he does not push me. He's like, these are your issues. And I understand as much as I can as a man who is not, you know, been, mm-hmm. sure. you know, been date raped or any of these things and doesn't have that mental struggle when sex is happening. Yeah. He has been great. He's given me space. The problem is I've enjoyed this space. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm just going to set up camp here in this space. This is a new, I'm just going to live here. That's working for Paul and I. 
mm-hmm. but it's not going to work for everyone. Sure, there yeah. are going to be partners who need to have more sexual activity than Paul and I are having. Mm-hmm. Something I love again about Sword of Awesome and the community you built, Meg, in the hangout and in the superstar hangout is we were supposed to record this Friday, mm-hmm. but we're recording on a Tuesday because Mindy is hilarious sometimes and <laughs> Meg is gracious. Well, we just had a little schedule, a little conflict. something, a little schedule mm-hmm. chaos. Mindy, Mindy may have had an entire family show up. 30 minutes before she was supposed to record with Meg and been like, oh my God. And she may have called Meg in the closet and said, oh, I'm hiding from company. Is there any way? Anyway, that was one of the best moments. Was I was laughing absolutely. so much. The beauty that I've seen in us to, um, pushing to record today is something you have done in the Hangout is you have encouraged and allow anonymous posts. Yes. The administrators, you know, check and then allowed a post well we have a person in the hangout just this weekend who shared that she is struggling with this exact issue and she has not had sex in two years and she is asking for help and Mm -hmm. support and i was like oh oh girl we have an entire episode yes coming for you yes it was so affirming because as you and i talked i was like meg this is a tough thing for me um but i want to be vulnerable and I want everyone to know Paul and I talked, so I'm not. Yeah, 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 speaking. totally. I'm not sharing on the podcast, and Paul's going to listen in this Friday be like, and be like, "What, what? the hell?" <laughs> no, he knows, and he said he's leaving his pride at the door because he knows that this is a really big deal and needs to be talked about. So that's how great he is. But because I haven't dealt with my emotional baggage, when we found ourselves in this medical mm-hmm. issue yes. with erectile dysfunction, I just didn't know what to do. Because I'm like, but everything else is not healthy for me right now. Right. And y'all, if that is you, I want to I want to encourage you a couple of different ways. One, conversations with our partner are key. Like, yes, we cannot just be silent and, and think, well, I'm just not going to talk about it. And we'll be fine. That's not true. I think, you know, just like this is just, it's, it's generations of shame around, around having these kind of open conversations, which is a theme. Mindy, like it comes up every time we are having a conversation about midlife. There's shame every quarter that you go around. Oh, it's a new thing that shame has like created this culture of silence around it. Mm -hmm. And so yes, here it is popping up its ugly head again, when it comes to having frank conversations with our partners, and then maybe needing to have some conversations with healthcare providers or whoever. Yeah, just I I hope if nothing else that we're by us pushing through our discomfort, that we're kind of like showing people like it may feel a little uncomfortable, but you can Mm -hmm. do it, you will live neither of us me and you we have not spontaneously combusted yet now the episode is it over we got more ground to cover but we're doing it and it's true and so talking to paul and helping him understand why because when when everything was working like it should it wasn't Mm -hmm. an issue because we Mm -hmm. had fun Mm -hmm. it was great and all the things but then when we couldn't do it the way that i thought was quote okay yeah and quote healthy or whatever Mm -hmm. then our like little happy world came tumbling down in this in the bedroom. Right. And I was like, I got to explain more now. Because the yes. poor guy, he loves me. He wants to be with me. Yeah. And 
I was like, but, you know, and so yes, talking to him about date rape, talking to him about why and the unhealthiness of it in my head, mm-hmm. he has been so supportive. Now, guys, I, I love what you already touched on, Meg, that it kind of depends on your partners, right? It yeah. depends on your sex partner. So one of the things that can feed into the struggle, Meg, is that we have people telling us, oh, you know, you should be having sex every day or you should be having mm-hmm. sex every other day or every week or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is or this position or you should be trying this device or whatever. Right, 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 right. Yeah. There is no shoulds. Mm-hmm. So in this episode, you're not going to hear any shoulds on what you and your partner should be doing except communicating. Yes. And working with each other to help each other yes. be satisfied and happy, whatever yes. that looks like. So the irony about the peak thing, when women peak and when men peak, is that was based on old studies yeah. from the 50s. And guess what? Guess how often women were told to talk about the uh, word back then? Oh, yeah. Zero. Probably like never. Zero <laughs> O's. Okay. Yes. And men were, of course, encouraged to. And, yes. it, and it was the study the thing we've all heard, the myth that men peak in their 20s mm-hmm. and women in their 40s or late 30s. That's based on a study of teen boys and women, older women. Well, uh, guess how many teen boys are stressed and have, <laughs> have all the time in the world to, you know, do the business in, in yeah. the bathroom? And how many, how much time women have had in their, if they're child raising, which in the 50s, right. that was who the study was with. Mm-hmm. From their 20s to their 40s, guess what they were doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were taking care of, of freaking everything at the right. home because that was what was the model. And that was what yeah. women were to- told is acceptable. Right. So, oh, gosh, I'm so shocked that women back then said, reported that their sex life was lower. Well, okay, but the, there is so much in that. Yes. That... It is not a fair or accurate statement any longer. Now we know that is, that's not right. Men enjoy and are very active in in their sex life through through their 50s. Yes, their hormone goes down. So they may have to work a little harder, Mm -hmm. which benefits us. So lots of times that is why studies show that women. Yes. Well, yeah, guess what? It takes a little longer for the male part. Yep. To do its business, which is very beneficial for the female and the female part to yeah. get to their zone. You know what I mean? So right. when we say get to your happy place, that is about you and your partner. Yes, absolutely. And maybe some therapy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a great thing to bring up because, again, just emphasizing what Mindy said, we are not here to shame anyone. We're not here to should anybody for sure. Um, But some things that may come up as you are communicating with your partner about some of this, some there may be like some outside factors to consider. Culturally, in our culture, in Western culture, we have this idea that as men age, they become like the silver foxes and they're so sexy and desirable. So sexy. And Women, you know, we are we are just inching toward becoming old hags. Old hags, you know. That's right. 
Like it's literally a commonality, uh, you know, going back centuries, Forever. this idea. Mm-hmm. Yes. This idea that as women lose their fertility, mm-hmm. that they are no longer sexual beings, that they are literally shriveled up. Yes. And so as you're communicating with your partner, you may begin to discover like, I don't feel as sexy as I used to because mm-hmm. of this reason or that. And then the other huge thing that I think we have got to talk about before we talk about some solutions and some great things mm-hmm. is we need to talk about like the the core challenge of being in that sandwich generation. And we've, we just talked about this on our last midlife conversation, that time when we're parenting our children and parenting or caregiving with our parents. We... There's so much that we are called to do that people are relying on us for. We may feel physically touched out. We may feel emotionally drained. We may feel like genuinely we have nothing left to give, even to ourselves, Mm -hmm. but especially to our partners when it comes to sex and sexuality in this time of life. And I think that these things as they come up, not to mention, as we talked about earlier, the, you know, the baggage that we may have already been carrying around for mm-hmm. years about our sexuality as these things come up. Yeah, sometimes actually going to therapy, maybe a sex therapist or maybe just yep. traditional therapy yep. to bring some of these issues out into the light and to begin to heal from past traumas and begin to have like a sort of, um, a plan in place for how to deal with the fatigue, the ongoing fatigue of caring for everyone in your life. All of that, you know, it seems like it's dealing with some external things, but ultimately it is to bring um, health and wholeness and well-being to yourself so that Mm -hmm. you, you know, you can support yourself in, in your desire and in, uh, you know, pursuing whatever it is that is bringing you sexual satisfaction. And it's frustrating because, I mean, I'm just going to throw you all all back to episode 389, where we talked about the history of women Mm -hmm. and how we've been treated and food. Because believe it or not, those two things come into play for our sex life. Because A, we start gaining weight. We talked about Mm -hmm. the fat bears, all of the things. We start gaining weight and that affects our body image and Mm -hmm. how we view ourselves. And thankfully, Meg... Because she knows us and because she sees us, had Amanda Martinez back on for episode 391. Talk mm-hmm. about body image. And y'all, yep. that is not something for just the 18-year-olds. That is not just something for the 20 yes. or 30-year-olds. I am willing to argue that 52-year-olds yes. have a tougher time with body image than almost any group because we have been viewed as non-sexual we gain Mm -hmm. weight it affects us we know that research shows men are attracted across the board meg this is really ridiculous but if you ever want to read dataclism which is a fantastic book it shows that men for their entire lives think the sexiest most beautiful women i'm 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 not going to shock anyone 22 year old Okay. Even even when Woo. they even when they lie and say no, I'm most attracted to 40 year old. Data shows liar, yeah. liar, pants on fire. Yeah. So we know that we know, and it's a it's a battle in our culture. And so we're gaining weight. We're feeling less sexy. We're having these hormone shifts, and it can cause all sorts of issues. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so yes, so we've, we've brought up some of the challenges here. Mm-hmm. And there, again, could be anything from physical to emotional, spiritual, mental, all of them. Again, women are, we're so interconnected and so much of what impacts one part of our life is going to have a ripple effect in other areas. So we've talked about it. I hope more than anything that you're not feeling discouraged right now. I hope that mm-hmm. you just know that if these, if any of these areas are a struggle for you, you are so not alone. Not alone. It is so normal. It yeah. is so common. It doesn't mean that it's something, if it is something, if it's an area that you want to bring some change to, great. And that's what we're getting ready to talk about. Oh, but I can't genuinely, wait. Mm-hmm. yes, but genuinely, you are not alone. And whatever you are experiencing is normal. So when Mindy and I come back, we've got some suggestions how you can support rejuvenating your sex life if you need it, pursuing pleasure, all of those things. And we're going to talk about some of the joys of sex in midlife when we come right back. Hey friends, I will be the first to admit that in the summertime, I am pretty loosey-goosey about what my kids eat. In fact, it's kind of a free-for-all around here most of the time. However, that also means that it's more important than ever for me to support my kids' nutrition with their vitamins, and that is why our family loves Hyatt. Now, typical children's vitamins, the ones that my kids have taken in the past, they're basically candy in disguise. Some of them are filled with two teaspoons of sugar. They've got some unhealthy chemicals. There's that gummy junk that kids probably shouldn't be eating. And that is why Hyatt was created. It's a pediatrician-approved, super-powered, chewable vitamin. Hyatt fills in the most common gaps in modern children's diets to provide the full-body nourishment that our kids need with that yummy taste that they love. With five kids, you know, some of my kids can be pretty picky. However, they love the taste of Hyatt. They are not missing the gummy vitamins. And I am feeling so much better knowing that they are getting nutrients from a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies and 15 essential vitamins and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, C, zinc, folate, and more. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You're going to get 50% off of your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash awesome. This deal is not available on the regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash awesome and get your kids the full body nourishment that they need to grow into healthy adults. That's HayaHealth.com slash awesome. Okay, we are back and Mindy and I both, we did, we did the groundwork for you guys. We did the research. Don't anybody look at my browser history <laughs> oh my right <laughs> now. <laughs> There's no telling what kind of Facebook and Instagram ads I will be getting after researching this. Um, But seriously, we did, we looked into this because again, we want you to know you're, you're, whatever you're experiencing is normal. And also, Mindy, there's really not just like one magic pill, at least not for women anyway, right? There's not. But we fully support the science to, <laughs> yes, to create it. Yes, <laughs> please, science, come through for us. Um, but yeah, there's usually not like one solution. In fact, if you're feeling unsatisfied in sexuality in, in midlife, there may be overlapping reasons, which we've kind of already talked about. And so because there's often overlapping reasons, there there may be a couple of different paths that we can pursue. I do think that communication with a partner is the absolute first step to take. And again, that could be together, that could be 
take it to the next level with therapy, either for yourself or couples therapy. Mm-hmm. But the communication factor is going to build that firm foundation of whatever exploration you want to do to figure out what is it, what is this going to look like going forward? How can I bring more sexual satisfaction to my life? And then Mindy, you know, you and I are both going to preach the gospel of every woman on this planet. Every. Every woman. This should be required reading. I know. For, I'm going to just start handing this out as like a high school graduation. <laughs> I, I honestly do think this, this needs to be a book. Maybe, maybe your 25th birthday. Here you go. Yeah. Okay. Right. Here yes. You go. This is the book you need. Yes, um, we've talked about it many times on the show through the years, and it's by Dr. Emily Nagoski, Come As You Are. Amen. And it is all about helping you to understand the physical, like the physiology of sex for women. Yeah. It can help you unlock some reasons why sex is challenging. I think, Mindy, one of the biggest ongoing gifts that that book gave me, I mean, and oh there are gosh. lots of them. But like one of them is being able to just have a shared language system. A hundred percent. Dr. Nagoski talks a lot about the things that are like the gas pedal for um, for our sexual pleasure and then the things that make us stomp on the brakes. Oh my God. And yes. just having like those little simple cues that you can give to your partner about what's working, what's not, what's going on in life that is going to be, you know, big brake pedal as opposed oh to gosh, the things yeah. that help you know, yes. put your foot on the gas. It's just, it's, it is truly one of the most important books I've ever read in terms of understanding sexual pleasure. It is, it is truly a game changer. And because I, like I said, this has been a struggle for me for quite a while. And my husband, I was trying to figure it out and understand. And I just couldn't communicate to him. Yes. The truth is, because we all have different experiences and we cannot explain perfectly all the time why something is good and something doesn't feel right. You know, it's just very complicated. Emily's yes. description of a gas pedal and a brake pedal were mind blowing. I was yes. just like, holy hell, yes. Because, yep. like, she's first of all, if you haven't bought the book, just go ahead and pause this episode. Yep. Do the go link that is in the show notes and go buy yes. it. Yes. Now you've unpaused. Okay, great. So <laughs> it was so great because she is like, you know what? You can be pressing on the gas mm-hmm. full throttle, but mm-hmm. if there is also the break happening, you go nowhere. And that yep. is what Paul and I needed to understand and what I had not previously been able to communicate well. Because he yes. was like, but this is your gas pedal right here. Yes. And I'm like, yes, but – um. And then yeah. she's the one that was like, oh, guess what? Or if you have the brake on mm-hmm. and no gas, like it's just, you all know, go get that book. It is really, so good. it really is. So if it's your 25th birthday, go ahead and ask for that for your birthday. <laughs> and if you are yes. past 25 and you don't own it already, go get it. Yes, 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 yes. Um, of course, in addition to talking to a therapist and reading some good help mm-hmm. books about it, I I strongly suggest going to your doctor or care provider and to talk 
about some of the physical challenges. I discovered in my research that, you know, you were talking about vaginal atrophy. Mm -hmm. We've talked about vaginal dryness. You can do, you can pursue with your doctor, your care provider, if it's appropriate for you, maybe some low dose vaginal estrogen therapy, which can Mm -hmm. sometimes be like a cream. It could be in a tablet form. There's different applications of it that might help. And it could be if that, if that's sort of like your underlying issue, it could be that there is just a simple fix. that that your doctor's like, oh, yeah, sure, let's try this and see what happens. And so um, for whatever the the challenge is, oftentimes there there could be something out there that exists already that's a good solution. Tagging on to your therapy, yes. I I honestly think we need to have the dual team of our healthcare provider and a therapist for this situation because Mm -hmm. they both will bring something to the bed that others don't. Yes. And I'm going to go in and say, I know there are people like me out there. You're going to have to be really honest with your therapist. And yes. I haven't done that yet. I'm just going to go and be, be fully honest with you guys. We're talking about other things. And I've hinted that it's been quite a while since Paula mm-hmm. and I have sex, but I have not been fully transparent okay. yeah. with her. Yeah. And I need to. Like, as I was prepping for this, I was like, Mindy... You, you aren't even allowing the ignition to get turned on in this car to, for the gas and brake right. to start working. If you don't yeah. <laughs> really be honest with Erica, your therapist, and say, look, here's the real thing, and this is what I struggle with, and this is what pops up in my head, mm-hmm. all of those things. So, guys, they're, they're there to do this work, and I guarantee you there is nothing they have not already heard. Absolutely, yes. So just, Absolutely. Be, just be honest with them. Yeah, yeah, the next thing that I think is the number one help, other than this book, right? You've heard us, we're, we're like <laughs> waving that flag. Yes. Is reframing our sexual activities together okay. with your partner. So I think a good, honest conversation, asking your partner, what is a really enjoyable thing? What is? What are you imagining? What is an expectation or what would you like? And then you share yours. And then if you're like me and you've struggled to get past the missionary position situation and really try to reframe, honestly, if we can do that, it will be the biggest help to get past any medical issues, any emotional. If you can do this work together and reframe your expectations and reframe your conversation and maybe your bedtime, all of it. That, I think, will be the biggest help for sex in midlife. Yes. Yeah, I totally agree. And we, you know, again, I just keep saying this, but so much of this um, is so interconnected. And Mm -hmm. so it's if you are able to adjust mindset, reframe things, Mm -hmm. yes, that's only going to help for sure. I have two more helps that I think can, or two more ideas that I think can either help and or enhance either way. Okay. So... With these reframings, with these conversations, with these maybe ideas that Emily's book will bring you of trying some new things, guys, don't view it as a crash course and just try mm-hmm. all the things and all the right things quickly. <laughs> yes. I would say in this area of our lives, this is where baby steps really are important because yes. baby steps will ease you into the change. It will ease you into these conversations. So. Use the links that are in the show notes for the products. Uh-huh. Maybe try one. Yeah. But don't go buy like $200, $300 worth of stuff 
and products and all these things and think I'm about to be the most sexually active and creative <laughs> woman on the planet. Yes. Meredith mm-hmm. Monday Schwartz is going to idolize me at the end of this week. You know, <laughs> Meredith, is, no. her ears are going to be burning as this is. episode drops. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. <laughs> But that is not realistic, right? So what you will be yeah. doing, what we will be doing is setting ourselves up for failure and disappointment. So baby step. Yes. And then the last one, and this is where, again, I'm so grateful to be doing this with you, Meg, and on the Sorta Awesome platform. I think we need to enlist a sister or two mm-hmm. who is walking this journey yeah. at the same time or has gone before us now. The thing is, though, like, I don't think we need to enlist somebody who views everything radically different from us because that will be a challenge and you won't, she won't understand you and you won't understand her as well. Exactly. You you need to find someone that gets you and has a similar mindset or experience or worldview to help walk this with you guys because, yes, again, the reason we're doing this whole series is so you can find that person, you can link arms with them and say, hey, (laughs) Can we walk and talk about this? Yes. And I think enlisting your partner with conversations, the book, and then this are some of the best ways to really change our sex and midlife to a really much more fun and enjoyable situation. If Absolutely. We're yeah. I, I 100% agree. And I do think that um, – it's kind of like you can share ideas together yes. as you, as you open up about what your, some of your challenges are. You yeah. might also have some suggestions. I'll give you a great example. Um, it, we've kind of talked about how sometimes women feel like they're too in their head yes. to be able to relax and enjoy sex. And that's, that's kind of across the board, not just in midlife, but I, again, right. being in that, in that sandwich generation moment where yes. you're, you've got everybody's you're doing all the mental labor all the time in your head. Well, in our hangout group, we've had some people recommend, oh, hey, you know, I was taking these CBD gummies for my anxiety, but then as it turns out, really helps me to relax before sex. And it made a huge difference. And so there was like this whole movement in our hangout community of people like, say what now? Like just kind of in the opening up of like, this is something that's really working for me. The more we talk about it, the more people, you know, that we, we might be asking for help, but also able to share some things that are working. I feel like that's yes. been a huge reason why Rebecca and I have loved talking about romance novels so yes. much because again, it kind of gets you into that sexy mindset, that mm-hmm. sexual mindset. If that is what you are missing, I'm not saying that everybody wants or right. needs to, to live there, but right. if you are missing that little spark of imagination, romance novels, erotica. Um, I love the Dipsy app because they were a mm-hmm. past sponsor of Sorta Awesome, but they have really creative spins on sexuality. Um, toys, even if you're a beginner, the the great thing about living in the age that we, we live right now is you don't have to go to the seedy sex store on the side of the highway and oh <laughs> park God. in the back and sneak in. Meg, I have the best story for this that I shared only with the awesomes, but I'll share now. My <laughs> eldest, my 25-year-old, Okay, left me a package, a little gift, and a gift bag with tissue when she left. She uh-huh. texted me, she said, I left you a gift in Chloe's room. I was like, aw, so excited. <laughs> I love presents. They're my favorite. I go down and I open it. Meg, it is a purple vibrator and a <laughs> container of lube. And I practically passed out. <laughs> I was like, oh, my, my daughter is much more. Yeah. In a healthy zone mentally with her sex life. 
And she yes. was like, hey, mom, use it. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, I can't even text you. <laughs> She's like, I know. But I got it See, for you See, that's a great purpose. point. That's a great point. Maybe we need to be asking the younger women in our lives, like, oh what are God. the what are the things? What are what are girls doing these days that are you know? I've un- some I've opened the package. Stress. That's as yeah. far as I've gotten, Meg. So I've unwrapped <laughs> the package. I've shown the item to my husband, and that's and now it's in a drawer because I just can't do there yet. But yep. again, I'm on a journey. Exactly. And this conversation. So yeah, now we can yeah. buy things on Amazon and only Amazon yes. knows, guys. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Now you will get more ads for all the things. <laughs> That's for sure. But there's so many ways to access things. Like if you if you recognize like, I think I just need a little help with this or that, there's so many ways yep. that you can explore that. I, I think too, just like on a really practical, like this is making it so practical practical. I almost think of it as like a lazy genius Kendra Adachi <laughs> solution. Like oh make a list of what works for you. Like, yeah. you know, Kendra is really big on decide once, right? And yes. so like, what are the things that work for you? Is it sexy lingerie? Mm-hmm. Is it um, a sensual bubble bath? Is mm-hmm. it a massage? Like make a list in, in the moments where you like, you kind of would like to get some action going, but you're just like, I'm too overwhelmed to even know what mm-hmm to do get look at your little that's list right. that's brilliant and yeah you've already got you've already got it lined out for yourself you know you maybe have some go-tos that you don't even have to think about so i love that lazy genius bed that yes kendra's like what kendra's gonna be like i do not condone this conversation <laughs> who is this mindy person meg what <laughs> <laughs> okay, before we wrap up, we wanted to end this on an awesome note because mm-hmm. there are definitely some oh, joys, some are. some really great things about sex in midlife as, you know, especially when you have the um you just have that the energy and the capacity to work through some of this. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. Uh, there's some really great things. Um women do have more confidence as we get older, because of a lot of times, if we do have to kind of like work a little harder, mm-hmm. it gives us a little bit more confidence to know what we want to ask for those needs to be met that we may not have had that confidence mm-hmm. when we were younger, right? Oh, yeah, the confidence level is there. And even if it's the confidence of I don't like such and such, you know yes, that. you're like, I don't totally. nope, does not work for me. I'm not trying it anymore. <laughs> but yes. this really does. Yeah, the confidence yeah. is great. Yeah. I love that. And, plus, yeah. Yeah. And to go along with that, if you are partnered and if you are in like a longer term relationship, mm-hmm. whether it's a marriage, a partnership, whatever, not only do you know more of what you want, you know what your partner enjoys too. So it's not so much guessing um, yes. that it is, you know, it's being ha- able to have the confidence to know that you know what you're doing as well. I love so. that. And I, I hate it when shows or whatever frame it as. Oh, it's boring. You know. Right. No, yes. I think we need to flip that and say, I am confident in what my partner enjoys and yes. loves, and I can do that. Yeah. Yes. Love totally. It. Of course, part of getting older and truly perimenopause and then heading into menopause is, you know, things like pregnancy are less of a concern. Mm-hmm. Depending on what you have had going on with your actual reproductive system, right. you may not even be dealing with periods anymore, which yes. can sometimes, you know, depending on your 
your comfort um, comfort level is the word I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe that kind of messes up your flow when it comes to sex. But as you get older, you may not be dealing with periods. Oh my gosh. I didn't even... (laughs) I was was actually, I was trying to not (laughs) have any innuendo and then the innuendo just... You're just a natural. Yes, yes. Well, I mean, and to update you, Meg, because I'm sure you've been waiting and and I'm wondering. No, I'm I'm kidding. I'm on on day 207 of my cycle. You know, our very first episode, we we talked. And here I am still going strong, hoping to get to 365 and be done. But my goal was 200 and my body cooperated so I could do that. But... I mean, yeah. to not have a pregnancy concern, that's a very yeah. big deal to yes. take that stressor mm-hmm. off the table as well as the the situation a, a sex on, with a period causes. Like, yeah. I think for sure, yeah. my favorite joy is that, you know, you and, okay, so it's a little unusual because Meg and I have an unusual amount of children <laughs> for, <Yes. laughs> for most people in midlife. Most people... Especially in their late forties, or I'm fifty-two, don't have kids at home. Yeah. And so yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. a parent and your kids are out of the home, that's that's a huge plus side for your sex life. Is you don't have to worry about are the kids going to walk in? Are they awake? And that is a big break for a, a lot of us. So that is a joy. We wouldn't know. Yeah. Kyle and I often do the math. Nico is mm-hmm. just three. Mm-hmm. We've got a no. You don't want to do that math. You don't Fifteen do that math. more years. Yeah. You don't, don't want to do that. <laughs> of active parenting so um no but that's true even though we will have kids at home for a while there is just something about like when you don't have little kids that are hanging on you all the time that need you that wake up in the middle of the night like nico did come and get me at 303 this morning Mm -hmm. and like there's just as your kids get older and they sleep through the night or they're doing their own thing there's a little bit more freedom for the grown-ups in the house and the last one I had in the joy column that we haven't fully touched on that we have hit a lot of them in other areas is we do live in a day and age where having this conversation, even if it's only with a few people, is not frowned upon. It's I, I, I mean, we, we do know that it is not where it needs to be yet, right? That's why we're having this yeah. dialogue. Yeah. But we also live in this time in history where we can click we can shop in privacy. We can have yes. the items. But not only that, there is a whole lot out there. Like, like Meg, this is where I need my kids to not use, use my computer for a while because mm-hmm. just Googling that was like, oh, you know what? No, I'm, I'm good. Like that is more than Mindy needed to know today. Yes. There is so much out there. So as you read the book, which again, we're just going to keep saying, if you keep, yes. as you read, come as you are. She gives so many different ideas. There's a lot of conversation oh, yes. from different people. You may stumble across a product or an idea and be like, that might work for me. Right. And you can yes. you can go get it and you don't have to sneak through a forest and meet with some kind of witch in the middle of the forest. And <laughs> I mean, you and can do that. Like if that's your thing. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. you don't have to. <laughs> you don't got to. You don't got to. I think that that's kind of what I wanted to end with, too, is that as one of the gifts of midlife, I think, is is you begin to move into a, a time of more stability in your mm-hmm. life that you can, you have maybe a little bit extra for curiosity, for discovery, yes. for exploring, for, you know, a, again, with that confidence of maybe actually talking about what are some fantasies that yes. might be interesting to do? What are some products that I've always been interested in? Truly, 
if you're if you have young people in your life, they may be talking about things that you're like, oh wait, what, what? was that? I've never I'm, I I was unfamiliar. Tell me Tell a little me more. more. <laughs> yes, exactly. Truly, it is such a gift to be in the season of life where you have that burgeoning freedom to yep. explore some things if you've not done that before. There's a so. really beautiful article that um, we will have in the show notes. When I was trying to figure out the sexual peak myth and the different things, yeah. this article is so amazing. And it's called, Hey, Volvo Owners, Your Sexual Peak May Last Longer Than You Think. And it's on the helpline. But she goes through what to expect in your 20s and things to do about that. Mm-hmm. What to expect in your 30s, 40s, oh, and 50s. So as as yes. And I... I just love this resource. So I will definitely make sure you get the link, Meg. Yes. Yeah, I think so good. owning it, owning our age, owning yes. our midlife and our body and what yes. we want can be such a joy. Yeah. Yeah. Truly, truly. All right. Mindy, this has been so good. This was not even as like, oh my gosh, we didn't not as squirmy as I thought it was no. going to be. This was no. really good. I think it's because I just like you so much. Oh, and we've, well. we've taken the time to build this series. Yes. And now we know this had this had to be talked about. And Absolutely. guys, we can't wait to hear your responses and your questions yes. because like we yes. said before, down the road, if we need to circle back to this and hit some more parts yes. of the conversation that we didn't hit today, we want to know about it. Absolutely. Meg, yes. thank you for giving us a space where we can encourage one another and build each other up in this area. Yeah. Well, thank you for being part of this. This has been so good. Um, remind people where we can find okay. you if we need more Mindy in our lives. If you need more Mindy in your life, I'm at Grateful for Grace on Instagram. I mm-hmm. have a podcast that is on pause, maybe retired, called Bookend Homeschoolers. If you're interested in anything, parenting or homeschooling, you can go look that up on wherever you get podcasts. And then I am occasionally a sub on Currently Reading, but mostly go find me on Instagram. I'm pretty active over there. Grateful for Grace. Yeah. Yes, I always love to see when you pop up on my Instagram feed Yay. for sure. Um, if you are on Instagram, you can find me at Sorta Awesome Meg. That's what I am known as on all the places is at Sorta Awesome Meg. You can find Sorta Awesome very easily just by searching Sorta Awesome wherever you are. If you are talking about the show on social media, we'd love for you to use the hashtag Sorta Awesome so we can be part of your conversation as well. Mindy, again, thank you so much for your time, your wisdom, and your energy. I'm just so grateful. Thank you, Meg. This has been fantastic. I did not die and I actually loved it. I did too. <laughs> Is this the beginning of something new? Is oh, this a no. new spin off? I Maybe. don't know what's happening. We'll see. <laughs> All right, awesome. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see y'all next time. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free to play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.